Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was worried that that joke was coming. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Well, we survived Thanksgiving, honey. Barely. (laughs) We did not spatchcock our turkey, though. No, we didn't. Even though we got a tweet from someone saying that we should definitely try it. Yeah, we got a tweet from Drew Jowers. Drew and Jax. Thanks for reaching out, Drew. Uh, for our first turkey, I just didn't feel like I was up to the task of spatchcocking. I don't need I don't need a bunch of tweets saying it's actually easier. It doesn't matter. I just wanted to do it <laughs> the way that... I've been told to do it in the past, but we did try a dry brining of the turkey, which I think resulted in a very moist bird for dinner. It was wonderful, and everyone kept talking about how great it was. A dry brining, for those of you curious, is just a fancy way of saying rub salt on it the night before. (laughs) Salt with a mix of brown sugar and pepper. pepper and brown sugar, yeah, and salt. And it also helps when you're pretty much only responsible for the turkey and what, some dinner rolls? <laughs> we did turkey rolls and stuffing, yeah. Yeah. Your family brought over some some potatoes and green bean casserole. I opened a can of cranberries, but then somebody brought over some real cranberries. Yeah. And a friend of ours brought over some vegetables, too. It was a good time. It was delicious. It was I- wonderful. I hope everyone listening had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Me too. And I hope you're enjoying your Cyber Monday. Ooh, yeah. Get those get those deals. We have no new reviews this week, but that's okay. We had a very happy Thanksgiving, which we are grateful for, but we would be grateful in the future <laughs> for some reviews. Thankful, even. You can always send us an email at itellmyhusbandthenews at usatoday.com. And you can always tweet us. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And I'm at Dusty Terrell. We would love to hear from you. Always makes our day. Christopher Baca tweeted me last week, reminding me to let everyone listening know that Stitcher reviews can't be done from the app, but they can be done on the Stitcher page. And maybe we'll try spatchcocking next year, especially because it's mentioned in our first ever podcast episode. Maybe. The the dry brining just came out so good that I just don't know that... I feel like I need to, but maybe it's worth a try. Can cruise ships be powered with dead fish? Norwegian line Hurtigruten is betting on it. I think that's a good idea. It's terrible that we've been relying so much on unrenewable resources like 
like gasoline when we could be using uh, a, an infinite source like <laughs> fish. It's not like our seas are already overfished or anything. Let's put a bunch of food in the tank. <laughs> this was written by my colleague Gene Sloan. He writes, a cruise line based in Norway just announced it soon would power some of its ships with dead fish. And no, it was not joking. Tromso, Norway-based Hurtigruten, on Monday, said it would become the first cruise operator in the world to power vessels using liquefied biogas, LBG, a fossil-free renewable fuel produced from dead fish and other organic waste. I bet that smells so good. <laughs> we should make it into some candles and put it around our home. <laughs> a real perfume. You know, I make quite a bit of my own biogas, oh, Shannon. I was worried that that joke was coming. Bill, <laughs> <laughs> it is an eco-friendly fuel. Biogas already is used as fuel in small parts of the transport sector, including buses, the company noted. The line's homeland of Norway and Northern Europe, which have large fishery and forestry sectors, produce a steady volume of the organic waste required to make the fuel, it added. Hurtigruten said it planned to run at least six vessels using a combination of biogas, large battery packs, and liquefied natural gas, LNG, by 2021. The company currently operates 17 ships with more on order. Hurtigruten CEO Daniel Skjeldum said in a statement accompanying the announcement, quote, while competitors are running on cheap, polluting, heavy fuel oil, our ships will literally be powered by nature. Biogas is the greenest fuel in shipping, and its use in cruise ships will be a huge advantage for the environment. We would love other cruise companies to follow, unquote. Touting itself as the greenest of cruise lines, Hurtigruten also recently became the first cruise operator to ban single-use plastics on its vessels. It's planning to replace traditional diesel propulsion systems on several ships with power systems that use battery packs and gas engines. Scaledum has said the company's long-term goal is to operate all of its vessels emissions-free. The biogas announcement comes as Hurtigruten prepares to unveil the world's first battery hybrid-powered cruise ship, the Roald Amundsen. Named after the Norwegian explorer who was the first person to reach the South Pole, the vessel is being custom-built for sustainable operations in Antarctica and other pristine polar regions. Hurtigruten has two more battery hybrid-powered cruise ships on order for delivery in 2020 and 2021. Hurtigruten is known for expedition-style cruises in the Arctic and Antarctica, as well as regular sailings up and down the Norwegian coast. It draws customers from around the world, including North America. Sounds like a fun, yet freezing cold cruise to go on. <laughs> Who wants to go on a cruise to the Bahamas when you can go on a cruise around the Arctic? Well, you went on a cold cruise before. Yeah, that's true. I, I took one out of Seattle to go up to Alaska. And you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun, but it was cold, and it might have been more fun to go on one that was warm. So where do you think they get all that dead fish from? Well, the story mentioned that they have a fishery sector. So it's farm fish that are farmed just to be murdered and turned into fuel? I'm not sure. Or is it the wake of dead fish that the boat leaves in its path as it travels? Again, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> both are real sad. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Glad we covered go, that. Go green. <laughs> I hope that an advanced race of aliens never comes to Earth and decides to use us for biogas. <laughs> because as mentioned before, I would be a good source of it. 
It was incredibly dark. You know how sometimes <laughs> you like hope to find like the biggest, best truffle when you're out truffle hunting? <laughs> I would be that truffle to those aliens. <laughs> It'd be like, we found it. <laughs> this will run our ship for... <laughs> For the next few light years. Oh, man, I love how your brain works. But hey, I would defend your biogas to the death. <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> I didn't expect that I'd be talking about your biogas and my desire to protect it so much. But here we are. Here we are. <laughs> A Colorado State University study says that eating crickets may improve gut health. No, thank you. <laughs> What's so bad about crickets? I think I'd rather just have bad gut health. Oh, no. Those are my choices. <laughs> How come things that are delicious has bad gut health and things that are disgusting like crickets have good gut health? How is that fair to, to me as a human? This was written by my colleague Jacob Laxon. He writes for the Fort Collins, Coloradoan, which is part of the USA Today network. He writes, an edible insect could be the key to a healthy gut. That's the conclusion of a recent study conducted by Colorado State University Department of Food Science and Human Nutrition, Associate Professor Tiffany Weir. The six-week clinical trial tested the impact of consuming foods with cricket powder on the body's microbes. The experiment mostly tested volunteering CSU students. So people volunteered to eat crickets for science? Unbelievable. I mean, is it all that surprising that students would volunteer? <laughs> they, is it they have so little money that they can't even afford like ramen noodles, so they have to eat crickets? <laughs> I'm sure that's not the case. I'm sure they're interested in what may happen. Weir said in a press release, quote, knowing that they were going to eat a bite of something with cricket in it, people were surprisingly willing. Some people were even really excited, unquote. What school is this? Colorado State University. A bunch of weirdos. <laughs> that's not very nice. <laughs> oh. Those who consumed malt milkshakes and pumpkin spice muffins containing the powdered insect saw increases in a helpful probiotic called bifidobacteria and decreases in a potentially harmful body protein called TNF that can cause inflammation. For comparison, the subjects were also tested after consuming muffins and milkshakes made without cricket powder. The study replaced the subject's normal breakfast with the test meals. The cricket powder used in the experiment was donated by a Canadian-based edible insect farm called Entomo Farms. Recipes were constructed by the researchers through trial and error. Pumpkin spice and the sweetness of the malt were used as ingredients to overpower the cricket powder flavor. Cornmeal was added to the shakes to improve the texture. There's a picture in this story of Tiffany Weir making a milkshake using cricket powder. At least they're going out of their way to not make it disgusting. In powder form and disguised with other flavors? Might be okay. If I went to my favorite milkshake shop, though, and I had to choose between chocolate and peanut butter or caramel or cricket powder flavors, I would probably not choose cricket powder flavors. <laughs> but what if caramel or peanut butter and chocolate were mixed with the cricket powder? I don't know. <laughs> The study was formulated by Weir, CSU students, and Valerie Stull, a recent doctoral graduate of the University of Wisconsin-Madison Nelson Institute for Environmental Studies. Weir said, we didn't know if we would see any benefits. 
Follow-up experiments have already started. Weir said we are going to have to feed a growing population. This is a way to reduce the impacts on the environment while continuing to feed people and help with food security. So our plan for feeding each other with overpopulation is crickets. I guess it's better than people. <laughs> what? Like that movie, Soylent Green. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I'm pretty sure that uh, my cats eat crickets all the time. And they also throw up all the time. So how good could it be for your... <laughs> I've been doing my own experiments at home. And cricket ingestion leads to more hairballs. <laughs> so... <laughs> Therefore... I don't want to eat crickets. And I think this is why you're not a scientist. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> Has anyone uh, reached out to, to Jiminy Cricket on his opinion? <laughs> you know, sometimes when I'm uh, when I'm telling jokes, all I hear is crickets. <laughs> so it'd be nice to get some more of them off of the the planet. <laughs> We'll gobble them up for you. Because if those crickets weren't making so much noise, then maybe people would be laughing. <laughs> I think you're belaboring the point a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> and last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Here's why you should avoid raking your leaves. I don't need a lot of reasons. If you give me like just a a basic one, I'll just not do it. It could save you money. They're nature's natural mulch and fertilizer. Wildlife depends on it. Leaves and yard waste take, a, take up a lot of space in landfills. A buyer finds $7.5 million in cash in auctioned SoCal storage unit. That's like one in the lottery right there. I've never sat and thought to myself, you know where I should keep all my money? Storage unit. <laughs> It'd be nice if we had $7.5 million. <laughs> and if I did, it wouldn't be in a storage unit. <laughs> Prince Harry, Duchess Meghan to move to the suburbs. That's how you know real estate has really gone nuts in the city when even royalty is forced to move out to the suburbs. <laughs> NASA lander set to touch down on Mars. Is there a person in it? No. Then who cares? <laughs> How to keep your Amazon gift a secret until Christmas. That one is hard for us because we share the same Amazon account. I've been looking at ordering some stuff and I just have to also steal your email password so I can log in and delete it as soon as it comes in. Sorry, you have to do that extra step. <laughs> It's okay. I guess if I weren't so cheap, we could just both each have Amazon Prime, but I'm not doing that. Mm -mm. Buying a new 4K HDR TV? Read this first. I sincerely thought about it on Black Friday, but since our current TV works great still, I didn't. <laughs> Stupid working TV. <laughs> the era of foldable smartphones is finally here. I knew it. Flip phones would come back in style. <laughs> Luckily, I saved my Motorola Razor just for this occasion. Kit Harrington of Game of Thrones denies affair. Oh, Kit. You just got married. 
Come on. He denied it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson, cover up matching ink. It's really sad. I really thought those two kids were going to make it work. <laughs> Twilight turns 10. Where are they now? I didn't care where they were 10 years ago. I certainly don't care now. <laughs> Dennis Quaid, who is 64, is releasing his debut album. I've heard that's when you're at your musical peak is 64. Not a day earlier, not a day later. <laughs> Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. <laughs> I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com. Or find them wherever you listen to podcasts, like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.